The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Oh, certainly plenty to chat about on today's report. Joining us now from the Holy Land, our correspondent, uh, always great to chat to you, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon. Always good to speak to you. And uh, let's start without any further ado. Operation Olive Branch, uh, all the updates. Uh, it's all systems go now to on rescue efforts, etc. It's all systems go. Yesterday, Israel launched what we are calling Operation Olive Branch, or in Hebrew, we call it Miftzah and Fay Zayit. This is the search and rescue that is operational and on the ground in Turkey as we speak. Now, it must be understood that many countries have offered financial aid. Some have offered rescue teams. I know the UK have offered uh, 76 search and rescue personnel. Uh, this is an area where Israel leads in the world. It is an area that we Fortunately and unfortunately have a lot of uh, experience and at the outset offered our aid and um, rescuers are only on the ground at the acceptance and the invitation of the Turkish government. It's a very important uh, point to be cognizant mm-hmm. of. So um, the last count of how many um, rescues we have on the ground. We have 150 strong IDF elite search and rescue. Uh, this is led by Colonel Golan Vach. Many of you will be familiar with him. He led rescue operations in Haiti as well as Surfside Miami as recent as I think just over a year ago. He is an exceptional, exceptional uh, human being. I had the great pleasure of meeting him last month. Um, just before he left, he said, we are going to do our utmost to save as many lives as possible. He also uh, spoke a little bit about the conditions that Israel's search and rescue teams will find themselves in uh, extreme cold and a lot of tremors. Another earthquake reported earlier today measuring about 6.5 on the Richter scale. United Hatsala, or Hatsola as it's called in, in South Africa, have sent a 25-strong delegation of doctors and psychotrauma specialists. We also have uh, Israel rescuers without borders on the ground. And uh, moments ago, hearing from Magin David Adom, who have said that they are working in coordination with the World Health Organization to, fi- to find out whether or not field hospitals, another area where Israel leads, we are able to deploy our field hospitals very, very quickly uh, when um, disaster strikes. And uh, they're waiting to hear whether or not field hospitals will be needed. If field hospitals will be needed, this will be run through uh, our um, uh, IDF on the ground, but also through the International Red Cross and Magin David Adom will deploy and be a part of that as well. Uh, big, sorry, Ronan, yeah. carry on, carry on. We have a, a lot of concern coming in from UNICEF reporting today that it is believed that thousands of children, both in Turkey and in Syria, we can't forget that Syria has also been very, very heavily hit. Mm-hmm. At least 43 Palestinians killed uh, in, in Syria with the quakes and 14 reported in um, in Turkey. The Israeli ambassador to Turkey says that uh, the, the sites on the ground are absolutely 
unbearable to see no news yet mm-hmm. if any Israelis are harmed. But uh, sadly, it is believed that the head of the very, very small Jewish community in Antakya has been killed by the earthquake. Roland, let's just, uh, I'd like to come back to this issue a little later on, but we do have a few uh, matters to unpack this afternoon. Let's look at uh, the sporting uh, arena now with the Tel Aviv heat. Have uh, they responded to the South African Rugby Union? What do we know up till now about that uh, situation? Well, they released a statement yesterday. I'm going to read you the statement because mm-hmm. it is actually uh, quite extraordinary. And it, it, it turns out that they weren't consulted at all, that the decision wow. to rescind the invitation to Tel Aviv Heat for the Mzanzi challenge the, uh, next month in South Africa uh, was done without consultation. So let me read to you from its uh, press release. The Tel Aviv Heat was surprised and disappointed to learn of the decision taken by the South African Rugby Union to withdraw its invitation to the Tel Aviv Heat to compete in the upcoming 2023 Mzansi Challenge. Through the, though the statement issued publicly by Saru indicated that they had listened to the opinions of important stakeholder groups, Saru did not consult with the Tel Aviv Heat, the Israel Rugby Union or the Israeli Embassy in South Africa prior to the decision. Since its founding in 2021, the Tel Aviv's heat growth and success on and off the field has been driven by its rewarding and supportive team culture that brings together players, staff and community of passionate supporters that bridge multiple cultures, races, nationalities and religions. Blocking participation in the Mazanzi Challenge has deprived the Tel Aviv Heat of a strategic opportunity to continue its development as an elite professional rugby team and to build unique brand equity in South Africa and other Mazanzi Challenge markets and unjustly punishes and demoralizes players, coaches and staff and supporters in the midst of preparing for the competition. Wow. Tragically... Though Saru indicated the intention to avoid the likelihood of the competition becoming a source of, in, uh, of division, the decision to block the Tel Aviv heat from participating in the Masanzi Challenge will only sow further division in South Africa and beyond by bolstering voices dedicated to vilify, demonize and censor those who do not share their views. In the end, Saru's decisions runs contrary to the spirit and core values of rugby and promotes the politics of hatred and retribution over the best interests of sport and exposes the Tel Aviv heat and its supporters to being targeted by aggressive, hateful language designed to intimidate, delegitimize and silence. Well, Rolene, I think we're going to have to unpack this a bit more because a few questions have arisen in my mind there. For example, who are these so-called interested parties who were consulted? And of course now, with arrangements having been in place, there, there's got to be costs, there's got to be expenses that Tel Aviv Heat had to put to, and arrangements uh, involved. But uh, that's for another discussion. I think we're going to have let's, to... Let's, let's take this discussion because it is very important mm-hmm. because some consulted with stakeholders who mm-hmm. they don't name. They don't right. name these stakeholders. I'd love to but, know, yeah. Uh, in a statement in Politics Web uh, published over the weekend, BDS South Africa, that is the Boycott, Divestment and Sanctions mm-hmm. Movement in South Africa, claim a, uh, a victory. And let's also not forget that this decision is in violation of World Rugby and International Guidelines. Olympic right. Committee rules. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. 
Yeah, Rolene, I think this is, uh, we're gonna, this is, this isn't the last we've heard of this. Uh, I think we're going to be revisiting this issue very soon. But okay, we are running out of time here very quickly. The latest on the judicial overall. What is going on there? Well, uh, there have been some very, very strongly worded, uh, mm-hmm. notifications given to Prime Minister Netanyahu and the, uh, the Justice Minister, both from uh, HS. HSBC that the shekel could be significantly devalued. Morgan Stanley, the investment bank, uh, issuing a warning over uh, the value of investments being lowered uh, should this go ahead. Mm -hmm. And major cybersecurity company Wiz now saying that they will join Papaya and disrupt artificial intelligence and also in pulling out. Wow. And um any any more any more uprising, any more reaction in the streets to this? Any more any any updates as to people's feelings and what is it still is it uh has it died down or is it kind of like escalating? Uh what, what's it's, that? A- it's actually escalating. We had a major protest from the high tech industry earlier today. Right. And the organizers of the Saturday night protest have actually appealed to the public to move this protest mm-hmm. to outside the Knesset next Monday night because there will be a vote to move forward going through and they've said everybody who's anybody please drop what you are doing and get to the Knesset and make sure that we fight for Israel's democracy Rolina, we've run out of time unfortunately we've got no more time to unpack anything more this afternoon uh, always great chatting to you and uh, thanks for your time Rolene have a great day what's left of it and a blessed evening Rolene Marks our correspondent from Israel giving us the lowdown Oh, what's happening in the in the Middle East right now?